0: This week on Inside Motorsport, we look back at the Australian Formula 1 Grand Prix and support races. I hope you'll stay with us. Joining us this week on Inside Motorsport is Peter Norton and Peter was down there at the Australian Formula One Grand Prix and what a weekend it was to kick off the first round of the World Drivers' Championship.
1: Uh, good evening, Craig. Yes, it was a fascinating uh, weekend down at Albert Park. Uh, the weather in Melbourne was uh, a patchy for the, the lead-up days and uh, for Sunday morning, but uh, the skies cleared and some fabulous conditions were put on uh, to showcase Melbourne for that Formula One race.
0: An interesting start time too Which has caused plenty of controversy Last last year when the teams were finishing in the dark This year it was a clear sky I guess Which helped get uh, it over the line
1: Yes, uh, I'm not a real big fan of the late start um, It meant that uh, depending on where you were on the track You had the you know strong backlight And the, and the, 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 the true colour and spectacle wasn't really at its best Because of the, the, the lighting could, conditions declining as it did Uh, but i think we all understand the the business need uh, for the the show to be broadcast into europe at a uh, respectable time and uh, it's probably the compromise that the events like that in the southern hemisphere have to make
0: now of course uh, for australian fans the red bull that took the victory wasn't the one that i think most people were cheering for
1: no, it wasn't. But uh, Sebastian Vettel uh, was really class of the field, wasn't he? Uh, we even saw that in uh, you know, qualifying, that uh, he just had that extra little something over Mark Webber you know, consistently and uh, left Mark scratching his head, thinking, uh, you know, has he got some uh, go-fast bits that they haven't given me? Or is he simply driving at the, the pinnacle of the sport?
0: Mm. Of course, second place, Lewis Hamilton surprised many with the McLaren.
1: Uh, Yes, it seemed to be uh, a steady performance there, and it's a reminder that uh, uh, at the time he was the the youngest uh, world champion. Um, He still has a a lot to provide to the sport, and he will continue to mature and get better over the years. So uh, I think uh, people who were writing him off, that was premature.
0: And, of course, Renault getting up to third was a surprise for many, more so because it wasn't one of their regular drivers, although Petrov will be in the car for the rest of the season now as Robert Kubica recovers from some horrendous rallying uh, injuries.
1: Uh, Yes, fabulous to uh, see that a team that had that sort of turmoil uh, late in the off-season, it was very late in the piece that they had to uh, find another driver, it's great to see that uh, they've been able to put that slightly to one side and get a competitive package up there. And uh, for a new guy uh, to to get a podium, that's really good.
0: Yeah, that is true. Of course, here's what the drivers had to say at the post-race press conference. Sebastian, pole position and
2: victory. It looked under control. Was it? Yeah, I think obviously it was a good race. I mean, uh, you know, in the end, things calmed down a bit. Lewis obviously uh, didn't push as hard anymore, so we tried to, you know, control the last part of the race. But I don't think it was... a. An easy race. Obviously the start was crucial and uh, yeah, obviously being on the clean side I had a very good getaway but I didn't know if it was enough until I saw obviously yeah, that Lewis and Mark were battling for position. So it was clear with that and then the first didn't more or less try to hold the gap um, but we, we saw how quickly you know then you reach at some point the cliff and uh, yeah the tyres start to see some more degradation. Lewis caught up, we came in, I think it was the, the right timing just so I couldn't really yeah have done uh, more laps. And, uh, yeah, after my stop, obviously it was crucial to get past Jensen, which, uh, yeah, I, I could, uh, do immediately. So that was very, very important. And, uh, as I said, after that, I think the second part of the race, obviously I didn't know what was going on behind Lewis, if he was under pressure or not. So obviously then, uh, with him dropping off, um, in terms of the amount of pressure he put on, I also could, uh, yeah, control the situation a bit better. So all in all, a uh, a very good race. I think there was a lot of things to learn today and, uh, we need to definitely have another look onto the race and, uh, yeah, move, move forward from here.
0: One of the major support categories were, of course, the Carrera Cup, which Craig Baird once again dominated. He is just such a Porsche specialist, isn't he, Peter?
1: Oh absolutely uh, they were quoting that he is the most successful Porsche driver in the world uh, of course the Carrera Cup and, and you know, very similar versions to that operate in many countries and he simply has the most wins of anyone uh, in, that, in that specialised field and it's not because the field was weak uh, quite a few name drivers uh, were also there uh, Stephen Richards Mark Scaife were uh, debuting uh, in that series as well and uh, it's a category that has some pedigree it also has some new and up Comers, It's a competitive field, uh, but Beardoe continues to remain at the top.
0: Mm, And of course then the V8 Supercars, which headlined the support category. A lot of changes for them this year in the way their races were structured.
1: Yes, that's right. They're taking it more seriously. They've got their own pit lane, they have uh, proper pit stops with refuelling and uh, the need to run in each race, both the soft and the hard tyres trying to spice it up to put some more strategy into it. Uh, They also tried to tweak with qualifying to put in a a random element with a bit of chuklotto. I think the chuklotto part was a fizzer, uh, but the tyre strategy and other things did uh, add a a bit more depth and contrast to the story. And uh, the drivers put on one heck of a show, uh, particularly some of them that weren't holding back at all, and uh, quite a bit of carnage out there. Mm.
0: Of course, the uh, racing was highlighted by... Jason Richards, who has been having a bigger battle than we ever see on a racetrack.
1: Yes, that's right. Uh, Jason is uh, battling cancer, and uh, uh, he's at that point in his treatment where he was able to, uh, I guess, return to work in many respects. Um, he's still got a, a battle to go with some more treatment, but it was great to see him in his element. And uh, a fellow that's always, fun, always known for having a big smile on his face. Uh, at the end of the the Saturday race where he claimed that second position, that smile was absolutely beaming, and a, a lot of emotion there uh, for a for a guy that uh, yeah needs. A break or two to go his way, uh, and uh, it's great that uh, you know for the sport and everyone involved to to see uh, you know that good news story at this point.
0: Mm. Now the battle on the racetrack was really between Jamie Wincup and Garth Tander, and it was Cup who eventually prevailed.
1: Yes, that's right. Uh, Jamie Wincup was very strong on the uh, Friday and the, the Sunday race, and uh, you know took the points uh, across the uh, across the weekend. Garth Tander was a little bit up and down, uh, so his lack of consistency uh, meant that uh, he, he didn't claim that top spot. Uh, but Jamie Wincup and uh, well. The of Team Vodafone clearly showed that they weren't there just for testing or for uh, just running around at the back. They put on their usual uh, very professional performance and uh, I was lucky enough to catch up with Jamie after the race. Each year they uh, tinker with the format, uh, trying to make this more than a, just a bit of a hit and giggle uh, testing session for the drivers. What are your thoughts on uh, their success in making that work this year? Yeah, without doubt I think this is the best uh, Grand Prix we've, uh, we've had. Um, Especially with our own pit lane now, uh, pit stops, you know, the, the change in tyre from soft to hard. Um, I think it was fantastic. I think it's almost as good as it can be, um, considering the, the television merchandise uh, drama going on there. Um, you know, time certainty races, you know, th- those things probably will never be able to be changed. But I think we made the most of uh, the situation. Of course,
0: the racing there, Peter, was marred by a horrendous crash in the third race between Team Vodafone driver Craig Lowndes and Rick Kelly, which then caught up with Stephen Johnson as the pack was flying through to Debris.
1: Yes, that's right. Um... Uh, Kelly and Lowndes had their their own little battle ending up in the wall and uh, behind that, uh, Stephen Johnson was uh, very much a battle with a couple of guys and he didn't get uh, to see any yellow flags. He came around that bend uh, to a pretty nasty surprise uh, that tore half the car off. Uh, I think everyone was uh, a bit relieved to see that the, the strength in the car and the angle of the hit didn't lead to any uh, any... Uh, Physical damage to to Stephen himself, uh, but he was a pretty cranky chap when I caught up to him later. Well,
0: you know it's um, it's a race that means nothing, and um, it just confuses me every year why people drive like idiots. To be honest, so
1: uh, when it means absolutely nothing, you know, to us, to the championship, all it does is cost us money. So. why people drive a certain way that they do
0: at these sort of meetings? I don't know. I don't know whether they think they're going to get a Formula One drive or not. But someone needs to, buddy, give them a bit of a pep talk and get them to realise that it's not going to work. Peter, always a pleasure to have you. Try that Peter, always a pleasure to have you here on Inside Motorsport. Uh, it was great fun and
1: it was a fascinating
0: weekend. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.